0: Welcome to the Joy Business Report. Coming up, World Bank set to approve two separate funds for Ghana totaling $400 million targeted at supporting budget programs and the Ghana Financial Stability Fund. Also coming up, Chief Executive Officer of Cocoa Board requires negative impact of smuggling of cocoa beans on its financial position. Plus, Equalist Commission expects Ghanaian traders and other West African nationals to freely move their goods and services within the economic zone despite exit of some member countries from the Commission details coming up. Hey, thanks for being with us this morning. Hello to our friends listening on KT Radio in Koforidia. The World Bank is set to approve two separate funds for Ghana. The first is a $150 million which will be approved before the end of this first quarter and targeted at programs in the budget. Secondly, the bank will approve about $250 million by the end of June for the Ghana Financial Stability Fund. Senior economist at the World Bank Group, David Elmaleh, tells Joy Business the World Bank is committed to supporting Ghana's economic recovery.
1: The World Bank is really engaged day to day in Ghana to support the government government and other partners, you know, to to achieve uh, this mission of of reducing poverty. So a series of uh, budget support loans that I have mentioned, there is the operation to support the stability of the financial sector, but the bank is currently engaged and will engage in many more areas. The bank is also preparing a dedicated operation to support the energy sector and its financial viability. There are operations to support MSMEs, small businesses, uh, help them thrive and develop and grow bigger and generate jobs and they are like uh, projects uh, to help the the social protection to finance the social protection programs notably leap, school feeding and you know they are more in preparation in education
0: david el a there a senior economist at the world bank group uh, the new set of funds uh, we are talking about is different from the 300 million dollars approved last month which is currently awaiting parliament approval before disbursements are done from washington dc in the us now, the chief executive officer of Cocoa Board, Joseph Wayne Edu, is lamenting the negative impact of smuggling of cocoa beans to Ghana's neighboring countries. He blames the situation on the current shortfalls witnessed in the just ended cocoa crop season. Mr. wine Edu says the act has also impacted the financial position of Cocoa Board.
1: If, if we can only redeem these uh, contracts only when we have cocoa, the beans. So if we bring, let's say, we
0: credit fertilizers inputs, you know, uh, chemicals, agrochemicals for spraying. We hire, Every year we hire about 48,000 people to do the mass spraying. When we put in all these efforts with our extension and everything, and at the end of the year, after, you know, the harvest is due, we, you know, all the investment in fertilizer, in the chemicals, the spraying and everything, and then the cocoa is taken away from us and given to Togo or elsewhere. Uh, it means we cannot uh, actually improve upon our revenue flow. Um, Chief Executive of Cocoa Board, Joseph Buying Adu. Tax consultant Francis Timor Boy has welcomed moves by the Minister of Finance, Dr Mohamed Amin Adam, to visit the country's post to tackle financial leakages, but says that is not enough. The finance minister says he would be going to some of the weed out corrupt activities. Speaking to Joy Business, Mr Timor Boy says although the decision is laudable, government must be proactive in revenue mobilisation.
1: The visit there will not necessarily let the people stop you know, the corruption. I believe that something more needs to be done. And hopefully the medium tax um, revenue strategy that has been put together by the ministry will, you know, address some of the challenges. Look, people find ways to avoid paying the taxes because of some reason. And that's what we need to address. The taxes at the ports are very, I mean, they are too many. And so importers will always find ways out. And if they find ways out and they get the support of the officials, they will always find, you know, pay some money more and then leave.
0: Meanwhile, the Ghana Institute of Faith Forwarders has pledged its commitment to collaborate with the finance minister to address the bottlenecks, sampling the collection of revenue at the port. Uh, Stephen Ajokasha is the president of the institute. Definitely, we definitely cooperate We don't have anything to do with him at
1: all. That's and right. it's a good point. It's a good time It's coming so that you have time to, to listen to the issues in the port so that when he goes back to his table, there will be some few changes in whatever policies they want to bring on again.
0: Stephen Ajoka Chair, President of the Ghana Institute of Freight Forwarders. The Economic Community of West African States, ECOWAS, says it expects Ghanaian traders and other West African nationals to freely move the goods and services within the economic zone. This is despite some developments that threaten the integration of the sub region. Mali, Burkina Faso, and Niger have announced their exit from ECOWAS with immediate effect, raising concerns by groups such as the Ghana Union of Traders Association that importation from these zones will be in jeopardy. Speaking uh, with pleasure Sugar on Connect Africa, uh, President of ECWA's Commission, Omar Aliu-Torre said citizens of ECWA should not be denied the opportunities within the integrated region.
1: We cannot have a section of our people being denied the benefits of integration. That is important. Our people should continue to enjoy the free movement that they have, they have gotten used to. They should be able to trade freely within the EQUA space um, i cannot imagine really our community is being separated um, after so many years of uh, being together we should be able to move together with our com- community passports with our community id cards
0: That was uh, Omar Alutore, who is the president of the Equest Commission. The Venture Capital and Equity Fund is available to support small and medium enterprises hoping to grow the operations to higher levels. This is to ensure that SMEs, uh, which are the engine of growth, receive the required funding to expand and create more sustainable jobs. Chief Executive Hannah Aqua is therefore calling on SMEs to knock on the doors of relevant agencies to get support
1: want people to know that we have all these investment firms in Ghana, and they're here to support any level of business out there. But sometimes you might not know, and you might approach someone who might not be the right fit. It is okay. It's not a mistake. It's just a question. Ask us and we'll point you in the right direction. But most importantly, those who are ready for the venture capital and private equity funding, and that funding is typically on the higher end, meaning you must have a business already. Maybe you have been operating your business for a few years. And then we come in, we look at your books, we look at your proposals, your pitch, like all the things that the big three are going to help you structure.
0: Hannah Aqua is chief executive of the Ghana Venture Capital and Private Equity Association. 92% of women businesses in Ghana have never exported their goods outside the country. That's according to a report by the Oxford Africa Women Leadership Institute. The report indicated that 44% of women-led small and medium enterprises are struggling due to the current economic challenges. James Ishan has
1: more. The reports indicate that only 9%, which is 31 out of the 386 respondents, have exported so far. 13 out of the 31 had no export certificate, 9 have certificate from the Ghana Export Promotion Authority. This means close to 50% of those who had exported before sent their items through family and friends. With an alarming 92%, which is 355 respondents having no export experience, the report inquired if they were well aware of the required certifications needed to export in the future. Only 20%, that is 71 out of the 355 respondents, were aware. 78%, which represent 260 out of the 355 respondents, were not remotely aware of the required certifications, with 6% representing 22 out of the 355 respondents, unsure if they knew about the required certificate or not. Through the data collected, it was proven that 58% that is 207 out of 235 respondents with no export experience were well aware of the AFCFTA. 39% representing 139 out of the 335 respondents had no idea about it. With roughly 3%, which is 9 out of the 395 respondents, being unsure of what AFCFTA actually is.
0: James is his report. Next, how could she make her family business of selling smoked herrings or amane as it is called locally more appealing and exciting? That was what Jacinta Amatamaklu thought a couple of years ago when she took a bold step to quit her corporate job to sell smoked herrings. Her decision to take packaging a notch higher is not only catching the attention of consumers but opening doors to the export market. The Joy Business van is at Settle's Hub today.
1: My name is Jacinta Amatama Klo, I'm the founder and CEO of Seto's Hub. Used to be a civil servant, but now an entrepreneur.
0: Jacinta has introduced an exciting and appealing way of packaging smoked herrings. Amane, we are at Seto's Hub this week on the Joy Business van.
1: Being in the corporate space for a while. I've had friends or people who complain about peeling smoked herrings because it's full of bones, people don't like to work on it. So I felt, okay, my mom
0: does this, how?